Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or, toot, Kate. or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, If you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello and welcome to Forever 35, the East Coast edition. This is a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. And I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dory Shafrir. And we are not experts. No, we're two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And this is a mini episode, which is where we hear from you. We share your comments and your thoughts, and we answer your questions to the best of our ability. And please remember, we're not experts, we're podcast hosts, and we always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a medical and or mental health professional as needed. Look, we love to hear from you. If you would like to reach us, which we hope you do, our voicemail and text number is 781-591-0390. And our email where you can also drop us a voice memo is forever35podcast at gmail.com. And you can visit our website, forever35podcast.com, for links to everything we mention on the show, 
please do follow us on Twitter at Forever35Pod, on Instagram at Forever35Podcast, and join the Forever35 Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Forever35Podcast. The password is serums. There's also a Forever35 newsletter. There's a new issue going out on Thursday. And you can sign up for that at forever35podcast.com slash newsletter. And as mentioned, Dory and I are recording this podcast from the East Coast of America. We are but we are not, miles apart. We're not together. We're not together. Yeah. We're in different states, but we are in New England. This is the New England edition. There's going to be just numerous cranberry references throughout this whole episode. <laughs> oh, gosh. It's true. Well, it's really true. Well, long, I do. I also oh, yes, just want to note. I do just want to note that um, if I sound a little echoey, it's because I am in a hotel room. Oh, la di da! Look at you. I know. A humbliest know, of humble brags. Dory is doing this from a hotel room <laughs> where you are getting some much needed rest. Your parents are watching your son. You are true. chilling in an air-conditioned hotel room. I, I mean, I was with my son this morning. We took him to the Boston Children's Museum. Oh, great museum. And it was really fun. And I was really glad to just hand him back to my parents when, <laughs> when I was done. Which is, you know, not to say that I don't love my son. I love my son very much. But he is two years old. He's very energetic. And I've just been with him for a week and a half, most of the time of which it's been raining. Yeah. yeah. So it's been a challenge to figure out what to do with a two-year-old. Now, I realize that people who live on the East Coast have to deal with this all the time or anywhere else. It's just in Los Angeles, we don't often have all this rain coming down. But I was also in the Berkshires. I was in a kind of rural area. So there there really wasn't a ton to do indoors that was kid-friendly. We tried taking him to the Norman Rockwell Museum, and that was, oh, I would call that a disaster. Oh, so <laughs> Yeah, so there just like weren't many options. <sighs> but, you know, we're fine. We we took him to the, did I already say we took him to the Children's Museum this morning? No, you I did. don't think you I did. You did say that. Um, no, you did. The, I did? You did. Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah, so we took him to the Children's Museum, which was lovely. Um, yeah. And have you been able to relax at all in this vacation? I know you've been kind of still in the thick of book promotion. You know, I kind of have taken a, a pause. Well, you know, there was like a flurry of book promotion, um, as you know, you know, kind of in the weeks leading up to the book coming out and then the week of week of pub, as we say in, in the old biz. Um, and now it's kind of calmed down. And I also put an away message up on my personal email, which is something that I almost never do. But I was like, I'm only going to be checking this sporadically. And how did that go? And did you really just check it sporadically? Yes, because I took it off my phone. Um, it's now back on my phone. And to be honest with you, I'm thinking about taking it off again. I mean, you know, I don't have email alerts up on my phone. I, ju I have the email, yeah. but I have to refresh it to see what's new. So here's the thing about that. I have realized that when it comes to email, not having the alerts makes me check it more often. Mm, interesting. Because... I don't know if something new has come in. You know what I mean? 
I support you taking it off your phone. I think it would at least be so, interesting to try when you're back working, yes. see how it works for you. Yeah. So I so I feel like I might was it Natasha Rothwell? I think it's Natasha Rothwell who told us she has like nothing on her phone. Yeah. Um and so I don't know. I'm I'm gonna I think I might give I might give it a try. Gonna see. I'm gonna see. I'll be interested because you know what? I'm when, just gonna see. When I mentioned that, you were like, "Don't do that." How will I get in touch with you about urgent work things? You remember this? We've had this conversation, but, but then we decided that reversed. I could text you. Yeah. So I think it's worth exploring, especially now that your book is in the world. I feel like less yes. urgent things will be coming through to you via email. I mean, occasionally I'll send a hilarious forward. Totally. I've never done that. But you and I mostly communicate via text. That's true. I know. It's, I don't it's know. not really over I don't email. Know. I think we a, can do it. It. Was an, it was an interesting it was an interesting experiment. I think I've been inspired by um Tanya Rapley, former mm. Forever 35 guest, Tanya Rapley of my Fab Finance. When you email Tanya, it's like this is when I check my email. If you're emailing me like outside of these times, it might take me a minute to get back to you. And I was like, oh. Oh boy. That sounds <laughs> that is such a healthy boundary. I know it's such a healthy boundary. And so I don't know. Kate, if you still want to take email off your phone, I now support you. Well, I support you. We could do it together, like kind of like a little practice. What if we yeah. tried it? Yeah. For like two weeks and see what happened when we both get back into the sure. uh, Los Angeles area. Okay. I'm I'm down well, to do that. I have found a new system that is working for me that a listener recommended that I wanted to give a shout out because I, I've been using it for the past month and it's a really great app. And it might be my thing, Dory. I know I've said this a million times, Ooh. but as we talk about, you know, like... Uh, the idea of just kind of mental organization as a form of caring for ourselves. I, you know, I, I'm kind of in the process of upgrading my computer situation. And the first half of that was yes. buying myself an iPad Pro with that little yes, yes, yes. Apple Pencil thing. I, I've not, I haven't had an, an iPad, a fresh iPad in many years. And it's like a whole new world out there. But, um, Having yeah. the pencil means I can write with it, write on the iPad directly. And for various reasons, this is something that I thought would be really useful for the work I do, especially, you know, with these books that I'm writing. Anywho, yeah. anywho, Dory, a listener who connected with my ADHD brain was like, I use GoodNotes on my iPad and that's where I keep everything. Mm -hmm. And it's been amazing. And I was like, well, what's GoodNotes? And it's this amazing kind of note. Pa uh, digital paper app essentially where you can also read and mark on files and so i've created a notebook Ooh. there which is where i'm um uh keeping my to-do list and it has really worked for me and i don't quite know why it works better than a regular notebook but it does and I think keeping because eventually this iPad is going to be like part of my workstation. I think having everything on this iPad will be very helpful rather than having like 15 different uh, utensils. But I just have to give uh, the uh -huh. listener. I, I don't recall exactly who the listener was who suggested this, but I need to give them a shout because it's really been a useful app. Not distracting. I've stayed on top of stuff. 
I make sure to write things down the second I remember that I need to do them so I don't forget. And it's been really great. So, and also the pencils. Also, I've been drawing in this app. I set up a notebook for drawing. And at night when I get into bed, I just draw, which is really weird for me. I've never done that before. And I, I, it's like a practice in removing all judgment from my brain because I have to be like, this is bad. I'm not an artist. And it's like, no one's going to see this. I'm literally just scribbling. Who cares? So that's what's happened in the last few weeks since we talked. I'm an artist now. <laughs> I'm really into this for you. It's kind of like, you know how you've talked about your piano and how when I like joked about you playing us a ditty, you were like, no, this is just for me. It has that same yes. feeling of just like, I don't need to do this for any reason other than it feels good right now. So we're not going to do a Forever 35 <laughs> art show. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Look, I wouldn't be against it because, because I suspect... that's kind of disappointing, honestly. Wait a second. You're holding me to It's disappointing that standard. we wouldn't do it. I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We don't, we, but I we bet really we have really talented to. artist listeners. Oh, for sure. So for sure. I support y'all exploring this. Um, Dory, before we take a break, let's shout out your death, sex, and money appearance. Oh, yeah. I was on death, sex, and money. One of which... the hottest pods to ever pod. <laughs> well, it was like kind of a like a dream come true. I know. I saw this. And, and you didn't tell me you were going to be on it. I found out via Instagram. Wait, I didn't? No, I had no idea. That's why I Instagram DM'd you. Wow. I could have wow. sworn I told you, but you know. You know I it's remember all a blur nothing, now. So. Yeah, I could I could have told you. It's true. Um yeah, really a pleasure to be on it. So for anyone listening, it's the most recent Death Sex Money episode, the one that came out on July 14th. And Anna Sale, the host who is also on Forever 35, she mostly wanted to talk about infertility. So that was really interesting to like go deep. Yeah. I can't wait to listen. So Thank you. Um, the other thing that I just want to update people on is I did not make the Times bestseller list. And I feel how like are a you lot of people that? have been invested in my journey. And a lot of people wanna, you know, were. They really texted and the loop. Yeah. A lot of people reached out I about know, it. I know, which was really nice. You know, I was sad about it for a couple days. And then I was like, well, okay. <laughs> Um, you know, kind of a bummer, but literally out of my control. Like, I feel like, yeah. I think I said this on the pod, but I, I, I honestly feel like I personally did everything within my power to sell as many copies of the book as I could. You sure did. And so, and so I, like, there's nothing that I look back and I'm like, oh, if only I had done X. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, and, you know, the book didn't get a ton of press. And, you know, I don't know if that made a difference. Maybe it did. Maybe it didn't. But one thing I will say is I've been really, like, bowled over in the best kind of way by the emails and messages I've been getting. And so that has taken a lot of the initial kind of sting off because I'm like, oh, the book is like really resonating with people and the people who 
do read it are really connecting with it. And so that has made me feel good. Well, I think we should do a follow-up episode because we've gotten a lot of kind of follow-up questions about late blooming, about what if you never feel like you're going to bloom about, I mean, just all sorts of questions for you and on this topic. So I think it will make a really interesting episode down the pipeline. And I mean, honestly, I mean, processing disappointment is hard, but a valuable thing, but also really the impact of what you've created is not something becoming a bestseller. It's, it is really, like you said, the, the role it plays in people's lives and will play in their lives for years to come. That's the craziest thing about books. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, I know you, like, I, I see the emails that you still get about Dead yes. Moms Club. People are still just reading my book for the first time and discovering it, which is yeah. amazing to me. Which yeah. Is, yeah it's so cool. So. Well, I'm proud anyway. of you, Dory. You worked your ass off and you wrote a great book. Thank you. Thank you, Kate. I appreciate that. All right. Well, let us take a break so we can hear from some listeners. Okay. We're going to be right back. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast, but I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes, Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, 
our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Superpower Short. The Superpower Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. Uh, It's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get okay, into it. Hey, do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no, I was just going to say like I I I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires and just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, "Oh god, like get this off of me." <laughs> No, thank once you. Once you once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie, also from quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry and so much more, like truly the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. 
And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. So um, we got this nice email about after crying care. A listener wrote to us and said, my heart goes out to the listener asking for eye care for after crying. I was having trouble sleeping last night in part because my eyes hurt. Take, uh, excuse me, crying takes a lot out of you physically in addition to the emotional. I highly recommend cold chill your ice, your ice cream, cold chill your eye cream or jade roller. It feels great and helps reduce swelling of your lids and tear ducts. Use eye drops. It seems counterintuitive, but emotional crying overwhelms, disrupts your tear production and often leads to dry eyes in between crying. Light pressure also helps. You can do an eye massage by gently tapping around your eyes with your finger or put on a weighted eye pillow. I have the lavender eye pillow from Whispering Willows, and I think it really helps me get to sleep at night. P.S. I help moderate the Forever 35 Reddit. Can you give a shout out for us? It's a small but lovely community of people. Hello, Redditors. Hey, consider it shouted out. Yes. Sorry we haven't shouted you out recently. Um, and for anyone looking for that subreddit, it is at reddit.com slash r slash forever35. And this listener also linked to the eye pillow, so you can find that their preferred eye pillow. So that will be in our show notes. Yep. All right. Thank you for those suggestions. You know, I've cried a lot this summer and um I've tried some of these things. It's been really helpful. I love the eye massage. Me too. I haven't tried that. I'm going to try that. Yeah. I also, I think I want a lavender eye pillow. Me too. Me too. This looks fun. I know. (laughs) Aside from the like crying part, it looks amazing. (laughs) I know. I know. It looks really nice. I think I want one. Also, ooh, and it says in the description, it's a wonderful gift for those who regularly practice yoga or meditation. Mm-hmm. This would be awesome for restorative yoga. Yeah, it would. I love a shavasana with an eye pillow on. It feels yeah, so like good. a really juicy shavasana. Oh, you sound like mm. a yoga teacher, a really juicy one. Mm. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. All right. Okay. <laughs> Two important questions. This is a text message. Kate, our missed queen. Do you like Sunday Riley pink drink? Have you tried it? And any advice about deciding whether or not to get a super short pixie cut? Considering it this week, but afraid the grow out will be misery. Advice question mark? Caution question mark? All right. Well, I can only answer the first part here. I have not tried Sunday Riley pink drink, but now I want to. So thanks for that. It's uh, affirming resurfacing essence. Peptides help to firm the skin while fermented honey and botanical extracts balance the skin's natural microbiome and resurface the skin. Okay, I will try it as soon as I'm out of my like 50 other mists. I'm very curious. I will give this a whirl. (laughs) 
If anyone's uh, tried it and likes it, let us know. Um, because you know, I'm always down for a new mist. I've got, I've actually got a new one. I'm gonna that'll be shared in a newsletter that I'm really into. So stay tuned. I mean, you are the mist queen. I love that title. I love it so much. Okay, super short pixie cut. Here is what I'm going to say. My mom always wanted to get a super short haircut, and she never did. And she's dead. Now, I know that's really depressing, and I'm putting this really bluntly, but what I'm saying is just do it. Just do it. She Uh, always wanted to. She was too afraid. She never did. She had the same short, like, chin-length bob for, like, most of my life that I can remember, aside from, like, you know, the 70s into, like, a shag perm era. And I just feel like life is short. Get a super short pixie cut. Maybe the grow will be misery, but guess what? It will grow out. Like, it's just, it's too short. If you want to do stuff to your hair, do it. Do it and don't think twice. And I'm sorry for being so blunt using my mom as an example, but. Hair literally grows back. Yes, it does, Dory. For most, yes. Yes, for most of us. Yes, yes, for most people, it literally grows back. Yeah. So, you know, I just feel like it's ultimately, it's not an irreversible thing. And if you don't like it, You'll have a few months where you don't like your hair and then it'll it'll be fine. I had a very short, short haircut, not pixie cut short, but short, you know, way above my chin. And I didn't love it and it grew out. And now my hair is almost at my boobs. You know, I've cut and grown it many times since then. So, yeah, Dory is right. Mm-hmm. It grows. It grows. Send us some pics because I really think you should do it. Okay. Okay. No pressure. All right. Here is another text. Hi, are y'all still using Yoga Toes, the long haul verdict? Okay. Confession time. Oh my God. I am not still (sighs) using Yoga Toes. What? Not for any reason. I didn't like decide I didn't like them. I just kind of stopped. I do think that they helped, but I don't know. I just kind of stopped. Wow, so I, I don't know what that what that leaves us with, you know? I never took to them. So I have them. Yeah, like, you never sh- liked them. It just, it was not comfortable and I didn't feel like, it was not satisfying for me. It was like, clo- it was like toe claustrophobia was the feeling. Mm. was there a verdict for you after using it a bit that like it did it it did help kind of stretch out your feet and make your feet feel better though correct i think so i think it helped kind of separate my toes a little bit Mm -hmm. more in a good way um so yeah I, i mean i think they're worth trying Wow. I can't believe you aren't still using them. Yeah, I haven't used them in a long time. Oh my gosh, the secrets we keep from each other. I had no idea. Well, you know, it just never came up. Wow. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, good to know. Maybe other people are still in it, still sticking with the toe stretching, and they've got something to say about it. I mean, it can't hurt. It can't hurt. Yeah, I mean, I, I... I'm a fan. I'm ultimately, I'm a fan. Like I, I just, like I said, there wasn't like a reason I stopped using them. So. 
Wow. All anyway. right. Well, I need to take a break to kind of recover from this news. So <laughs> let's take another pause and then we'll be back with a couple more, couple more listener questions. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad, they're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay. I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting-edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. One Skin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. We are back with an interesting question. How many books do you read in a year? I re I've recently discovered the rabbit hole of book talk. That's book TikTok, not book T-A-L-K. And I did not realize that so many people read approximately 20 books a month when I'm averaging 20 books a year. Not that there's anything wrong with reading different amounts of books. We all need to distribute our time differently. This new information got me thinking about the two of you and wondering how many books you each read every month or year, estimating. 
Also, how do you keep track of your reads? Do you have a book journal or use an online tracker like Goodreads? Maybe we need to get thanks for waiting on the book talk radar. I mean, first of all, if someone wants to put thanks for waiting on the book talk radar, by all means, I would be very grateful. Maybe it'll have to be um, me. I'm, I'm really kind of beginning a TikTok account. Speaking of book talk, so. Yo, do you want to shout out what your account is? Do you want people to follow you? I think it's Kate. Or are you not ready for that? No, no, I'm ready. There's one video of Lucy. I think it's Kate Spencer Writes. I think that's my TikTok name. Kate Spencer Writes, which is the same as my website. So look, I don't know if I, I'm too scared to like do it, but I'm there and I need to try. So this is a really interesting question because this year I have been tracking how many books I read. And I can tell you that I am currently at 15. And I include when I read someone, like I'll read a friend's manuscript, like before it goes out on submission, writer friends, or I'll read a galley of a book that hasn't come out yet. I include those in there. And then last night, I actually made an executive decision for this list. And that was that I am including the chapter books that I read with my kids because I just finished Nancy Drew, the Shadow Ranch book by Carolyn Keene, a pen name. And I was, I was like really enjoying it reading with my eight year old and like, you know, we're reading a couple chapters a night. And then we finished it last night and I was like, you know what? This counts. It's a book. Why would I not count this? Totally. You know, like why am I, why, why am I limiting what I can include? I also include audiobooks because I also listen to audiobooks. So, and I track everything in a Google sheet, which is like Excel. Um, I use Goodreads, but as an author. And so I try to have a very strong boundary with Goodreads. So I am not on it that much. Um, so that is my recommendation is tracking it in your, you know, however is easiest for you. And I think it also helps because I like to see what I'm reading and who I'm reading. You know, I'm trying to make sure that I'm reading a diverse slate of authors and also like diverse topics, especially with the nonfiction books that I read. So it helps to kind of track it so I can really peruse. Now, did I read wow. three Nora Roberts books? I did. So I'm, you know, trying to take a break there. Um, I'm currently reading a book called Legend Born, which is Shout out to that book. I don't know. How do you track book story? And how many do you read a year? Do you know? You're you're a pretty voracious reader. This is also interesting because I don't track my books. I've never done it until this year. Like the last time I remember tracking my books is when we did the MS Readathon as kids. Did you ever do that? I vaguely remember doing readathons at the library in the summer. No, this was to raise money for multiple sclerosis. Okay, I don't think I ever did this. No. And you would like get people to sponsor you, you know, for a certain amount of money, like for the number of books that you read. Okay. I've never done this. So then you would have to keep track of them. And like, little did they know I would read a lot of books. So they would always have to yeah. pay up. <laughs> Good. Well, you're raising um, money. That's great. Yeah. So, you know, I guess I kind of, I keep track of what I read like on Libby, um, like what I take out from the library on, on ebook. I keep track of what I buy on ebook because it's just there's a record of it. Um, but I don't keep I don't keep like an active list. Like I'm not actively recording the number of books that I read in a year. So it's really hard to say. I mean, right now I'm reading the Outlander books and they're like a thousand pages long. So, you know, that kind of skews the data, if you will, because I could have read like 
three or four mm. shorter books. Um, and I do, I would say I try to read diverse books. I definitely am like when I buy books, I buy, I try to buy diverse books. Yeah. To answer your question, I have no idea how many books I read in a year. Wow. And like, I, I kind of don't want to keep track. Like, I don't want to make it a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's fair. I, I like it just because I feel like I would, a year would end and I would feel like I read two books and or one book. And then I, and then it, this has helped me kind right. of like actually f- remind myself that I consume books at the rate that is accessible to me and in the ways that are accessible to me. And I, uh, I don't know. I'll let you know at the end of the year what I get to. Yeah, please do. I would be curious. Um, thank you for this question, listener. It's very interesting. Dory, we're going to end things with a discussion based on this voicemail we received. Hey, so my husband and I were talking this weekend about our bucket list. We're watching some of our parents get older and thinking about things we want to do as we age. And I kind of had the realization that I don't have a lot on my list. Like, I am just, I was raised as an only child and kind of um, boring and cautious. And so I need some help here. And especially after the year we've all just had, um, give me some inspiration. Kate and Tori, what is on your bucket list? Um, love you guys. I'm reading Dory's book and loving that too. Thanks. Bye. Okay. I have hashtag thoughts about this. Give them Just to like, me. Well, I don't feel like we should be pressured to have bucket lists. There's nothing wrong with a cautious life. Like maybe your bucket mm. list is just getting to walk down outside, you know, and, and every person's mm-hmm. going to have different bucket lists based on access. Like yeah. finances are a huge roadblock to completing a bucket list. I just, I just kind of hate, I love the idea of having like dreams and things we want to accomplish, but I don't like the idea of if we don't accomplish the, accomplish those things, we haven't had a fulfilled life. I love that perspective. Do I you really have a bucket list? Like I don't even have I don't have, have one. a bucket list. No, kind of in the same way that like I'm not keeping track of books. <laughs> We're learning today that Dory is not tra- a tracker, which is a great way to be. I'm not really, I guess I'm not really a tracker. The only time I can recall really being a tracker was when I started working on startup because I had set a January, like a New Year's writing challenge for myself that I was going to write every day. And so I was keeping track of the words that I wrote. But once that month was over, I did not keep track anymore. See, I actually track my words when I write. I, I have another Excel document where I track my word count. And that just keeps me, um, like seeing the progress keeps me motivated. Yeah. You know, like. And that's on, great that on that works for you. July 7th, I had 497 words of a new manuscript. And by today, today I have 3,159. So that does work for me. That's awesome. Thanks, Dory. But it's not for everybody. You know, I mean. If I were to make a bucket list, travel, I think, would be the biggest thing for me. Yeah, same. I'd really like to see where some of my um, family is from and also just seeing parts of the United States that I've never seen. I've never been to the Grand Canyon, you know? Gotta do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But otherwise, I feel like for me, especially after this last year, what I took away from it is like, 
I just want to spend time with my, the people I care about and like slow down, you know? And that mm-hmm. to me is, is, and, and really reevaluate like what I, what I value. Um, so maybe that's my bucket list. Yeah. You know, as you're talking, I'm realizing that like maybe my bucket list is things like, you know, learning to play the piano again, taking mm. these tennis lessons, like learning mahjong, like kind of, learning these things that make me that bring me joy not necessarily like acquisitions or jumping travel although i do yeah but i do i do love to travel um but yeah i think maybe this last year has made me kind of look closer to home perhaps i will say i am kind of poking around the idea of getting into backpacking based on a lot of the conversations we've had shared by listeners on this podcast. And I'm excited to kind of explore that. And I could see how I could get bucket listy about that. Like, oh, I want to climb this peak or accomplish. Mm. Yeah. So that I was starting to get like, hmm, okay. Now we'll see. I don't even own hiking boots, but I could see how I could get kind of um, into, into the bucket list of like hiking. Yeah. I love that. A little adventure. Yeah. Anyway, I support anyone who has a bucket list and I would love to hear what what is on people's or how they kind of approach this idea of doing the things they want to do in their lives. Same, same, same. Well, Kate, it's great to be back with you. I missed you, Dory. I missed you. I've learned so much today. The yoga toes, death, sex, and money appearance. I mean, just a lot of news coming out of the Dory Shafrir department. Well, you know, we haven't talked in a little while. So I know, I know. Really catching you up. <laughs> well, listeners, thank you so much for listening, and we will talk to you again this week. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye.